Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get confirmation. Aaron Rodgers in this thing for the long haul. Welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Not only will Rodgers be back next year, Perloff, we can write off now the 2023 season. Turns out that was really never going to happen, according to Rodgers. Uh, he was never going to be 100% medically cleared, at least not now, to help them in a playoff push. But... He said next year on the table and then beyond. We officially have a Tom Brady situation. What are you talking about? This is the eighth time Aaron Rodgers has said. This is the ninth time we've done this story because Aaron Rodgers, he he gets in total panic mode if he's not at the top of ESPN.com story. Like, <laughs> what do you mean he's coming? Of course he's coming back. He said this no, already. Multiple years. Yes, he said that already. Okay, well, this is what makes it different. We know now for sure that even with the Jets being officially eliminated from playoff contention, he's not going to push now to come back. Yeah. So the you know Achilles watch that we've been on for weeks and weeks, it doesn't matter. He's not going to be coming back, and this is by far the best thing and the best decision that he's making. However, they're going to come back next year, and they're going to be not just a better team, because I fully believe that Rodgers is going to be out there, you know, trying to get and lure other free agents, trades, stuff like that. He's going to be out shopping. He's going to be out trying to lobby. He's going to be playing ambassador, trying to get Devontae Adams or someone else to try to come and help him. I think they're going to be way under the radar next year. <laughs> I'm serious. I know that sounds crazy. You just crazy. said they're going to go out and get Devontae Adams. That doesn't sound under the radar. Okay, but the novelty of Rodgers changing teams, that's over. We've already done this. Mm -hmm. The messy split from Green Bay, it's over. They've mended fences. It appears that everyone's now kumbaya. That's fine. He's got a relationship with Jordan Love. Like, all that stuff is good. We've already done the arriving in Jersey. He's already been to the first basketball game. Mm -hmm. He's had his birthday party out at the big club. You know, he's done all these things that when star athletes come to New York, they sort of do and, and kind of get out of the way, if you will. Like, he's already here. We don't get the newness. They're not going to be on hard knocks next year. Next year, it's going to get to be, I think, more about football than it probably ever has been for the New York Jets. <laughs> and I think that's going to help. They're going to be... Airweight. I can't say under the radar. He's too yeah. good of a player for that. That'd be, like, disrespectful. He's a four-time MVP. But they are. he is not going to be the top story like it was this offseason. He... Last offseason. So you think the media is not going to be obsessed with Aaron Rodgers? I think that we're going to move on. I do. And it's not just a media <laughs> story. This okay. isn't just about the media. I think this is about the fans as well. The fascination with Aaron Rodgers, just like at the very end with Tom Brady. Yeah. Tom won the Super Bowl when he left New England and went to Tampa Bay. Right. And that was 
amazing. And everyone was watching yeah. and bated breath and could he do it without Belichick and all that stuff. And then he did it. And then the next Brady year, we were like, all right. And they went back to the playoffs. And then the next Brady year, like, okay. And then we were kind of done with Brady, right? And that's what's going to end up happening here with Rodgers. Like, it, we, we did the big, wow, him in a different uniform. The season gets totally sidetracked because he tears his Achilles four plays into the year. Yep. And now it's going to be more about football next year. And the football stuff is what's going to lead the Aaron Rodgers, not the off-the-field stuff. No, you're discounting in this whole formula here is Aaron Rodgers. Do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to let people forget that Aaron Rodgers is still playing in the NFL? He is going to make sure he is still the number one story. He has an innate ability to do that. And I think he likes it. He likes the attention. And I don't even know... The under the radar thing, maybe the fans will move on. The media is not moving on. They this is this is this is Aaron Rodgers in New York, and also we haven't really seen him play. So yeah. I do think there will be uh, that newness to see him actually play more than four snaps. So I I do think that's all there. But the bottom line is Aaron Rodgers will not let us forget him. He will not go under the radar willingly. I think he will he will find a way to pop his head up. He always has. He's a star quarterback, and I think. Fans now, forget the media for a second. I think fans now are like, wake me up when he's actually playing meaningful games. Wake me up when he when he actually can be playing meaningful football. Then I'll give Aaron Rodgers some of my time. But I think for now, people are like, all right, he's kind of kooky. He's 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 talking, you know, clearly wants some kind of media career when he's done playing. But I don't care about any of that. Wake me up when you're relevant. And that's going to help the Jets. That's going to help them because... There's like a fascination part. There's like a media fascination. But the more thing about the Jets is you're always waiting for the embarrassing headline. You know, Geno Smith gets punched in the face. You're always waiting for this like, you know, Robert Sala has his text messages leaked by a New York radio host. You know, like you're always waiting for this next embarrassing moment where they stub their toe. And I think with Rodgers in the building, less of that stuff is going to happen if he's actually playing. And and to be honest, it's kind of like a cry wolf thing. Like, you've been telling me how great this is, Aaron. You've been telling me how, how motivated you are. Let me see it. And I'm not going to really buy in until I see some actual proof and returns here. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers has a different plan. The, the Aaron Rodgers formula is he likes to upset the apple cart. He did it in Green Bay. They drafted Jordan Love. He sort of simmered for a year. Then he just went all out on the franchise. Started a war with Brian Gutenkus. Yeah. Uh, that was in Green Bay. As low profile a town as you're going to have in the NFL. In New York, there's just no way. He's going to be speaking so much that he will say things that keep him on everyone's radar. There's no under the radar with Aaron Rodgers. It doesn't exist. That's anywhere. Then you add him in New York. And then you add the fact that we haven't seen him play yet. He is guaranteed he's going to be the number one story coming into next year. We might not know how he's going to do it, but he will say something where he's going to steal all the headlines and people are going to be talking about Aaron Rodgers based on history. Because even if it wasn't the Jets, it'd be somewhere else. Aaron Rodgers would be the story next year. I guarantee in August, Aaron Rodgers is going to get more attention than any other quarterback in the NFL. I'm going to disagree. So let's hear from Rodgers yesterday. He's on Pat McAfee, as he does, um, about saying next year is not going to be his last year. Cut five, please, right? I I don't think so. You know, I I felt like when I came here that I got uh, kind of a renewed passion and love for the game. And everything has been uh, amazing here. Just the people I've gotten to work with, the relationships I've gotten to form with my teammates and the amazing men and women that work here at One Just Drive has, has been really special. Um, I wanted 
you know, at least two years. I feel like this year is kind of a lost year now that I only played a couple snaps and wasn't able to go out there and, and uh, improve what I'm capable of and, and see uh, what we're capable of as a team. Um, I don't think next year will be my last year. And not only that, thinks that he can be great into his 40s. With some of the things that, that I've learned over the last year, taking care of my body and, and surrounding myself with some, some great people who've been uh, helping me with my nutrition and my functional training uh, at, a, at a more acute level, uh, I feel like I can play uh, more years and I can be effective uh, into my 40s, which is crazy because I thought that I'd probably be sitting on a couch somewhere at, uh, at 40, but now I, you know, I want to be a starter at 40. I want to be a starter at 41. I want to see uh, what I can get out of this body. There you go. And it's got to be more about the football if he's going to make good on any of the big promises that he's delivered. You know, like you take the kooky Aaron Rodgers, you take the, the odd off-the-field stuff, you take the darkness retreat and all of that, but it's only predicated on the greatness. Right? Like, that's all it is. We're only here for Aaron Rodgers because he's an all-time great quarterback, and we want to see what he can get out of his body into his 40s, too. If he can't keep delivering on the field, if his body starts to break down, if it goes through another injury season or whatever, we're all going to move on, you know? The, the, the novelty of Aaron Rodgers with the Jets is, like, quickly waning. But aren't you dying to see what he actually plays like with the Jets? Well, that's what I'm saying. The football part, but, like, wake me up when I actually get to see that. Wake me up when I actually get to, you know, experience Aaron Rodgers in any sort of winning environment. Well, I, I think that the the novelty of him playing football has not worn off because we didn't see him this year. So we're going to—I'm very curious— if he can help a team that's never been good on offense be good on offense. Yeah. So I think the football novelty still exists. I understand what you're saying that we'll eventually get bored. I don't think the reason that the Jets were bad at football is because Aaron Rodgers was going to plays and, and nightclubs and doing the New York stuff. I think the dude got hurt. No, that's so it. Yeah. I think he would, because he's always had a full life and been able to be good at football. Remember in Green Bay, he's spending the off seasons with Miles Teller on islands. He was still coming out back and balling. So I think I don't think people are losing faith that he, if he's on the field, he's going to be good. I, I just think that, uh, yeah, he's also he will say something. So he's going to be in the news. He's going to be. You're not going to forget that Aaron Rodgers is going to play. And I hate to say it because I find the Jets a boring team. He's going to get huge ratings. I mean, the Jets. If Aaron Rodgers is actually on the field. And he's at week one against Miami. I mean, it's going to get millions of eyeballs. There's going to be a lot of curiosity what he actually plays like. It definitely will be, but that's because we want to see the football side of it. I'm saying the other part of it, like him having celebrity relationships, him being out and about in New York, being man about town. We've already done that. Like, it's not novel anymore. Him him going and sitting courtside at the Garden, you know, multiple nights in a row. Like, nobody cares. No one's going to care anymore because he's already done it. Him going to Taylor Swift, nobody cares anymore. We've already seen that part. Now it's got to be about the football part. And, yeah, people are going to tune in. But I think fans are mostly like, listen, I'll tune in. If he's when he plays, when he actually plays, and then we'll see what happens. As far as like the excitement, the circus around Aaron Rodgers, like I think that pretty much goes away. I don't think that circus really was the driving the interest in Aaron Rodgers. I, I think it was like me, and I will admit, everyone saw this great defense and a good young receiving core, and Aaron Rodgers was like, oh, wow, he's going to have a second act that's going to be right. crazy on the field. I don't think him going to Broadway shows really was driving this whole thing. I think it was his fantasy of the football player. And I I say fantasy, that sounds way too pejorative, but it turns out it was a fantasy this year. I think people are still really interested. Oh my God, can he win a second Super Bowl? Um, 
I don't think he can. I, I don't think this is all going to work. It's just the odds are against a 40-year-old quarterback coming off an Achilles. Let's be honest here. That's the real issue. Forget all the outside stuff. Forget the darkness retreat. He's old, and he's coming off an Achilles. And I know he says he's this miracle healer. Yeah. <laughs> but do you trust that this this Achilles is going to last? To me, spin it forward. Do the Jets get a high-end backup knowing that they have this injury-prone quarterback? And the other thing, too, is I think there's going to be a little bit of a circus atmosphere around their personnel. Like, what are they doing with their coach? What are they doing with their backup quarterback? So this idea that the buzz is going down on Aaron Rodgers seems far-fetched to me for that very reason. So I think a lot of, well, listen, changing the coach for the New York Jets is like changing your underwear. So I don't know, I guess that matters, but they do this so much that, yes, I guess Aaron Rodgers would have to sign off on the person or what have you. If they do move on for Robert Sala, maybe there's some intrigue. They're going to get rid of Zach Wilson. So that part of it, your former second overall pick is going to be out the door. So if you bring in a high-end backup, bringing in Gardner Minshew, that doesn't create a headline. The question is whether or not they draft somebody, uh, draft a quarterback in rounds one or two. It's definitely not going to be round one. They wouldn't do that, I'm sure. They'll probably get more offensive line help. But, you know, whether they draft a quarterback maybe in round two, perhaps that's some type of intrigue. But with Rodgers saying he's in for multiple years, I don't think they're going to do that. What about a trade for Justin Fields? Let him be the new Zach Wilson. Bring in a young guy who can learn at the feet of Aaron Rodgers. I don't think that makes sense either because Justin Fields, you have to pay relatively soon, right? Yeah, but if he's a backup, maybe you don't have to pay him that much. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, Justin Fields is probably too high end. I'm not sure they can just go with, uh, and even a Gardner Minshew might be hard to get. I, I think they have to be very careful about who they choose here. It's a little, well, bit, clearly. Like, little bit like Tua in Miami. I, I think you're going to be on pins and needles every time that dude drops back that he's going to get hurt. I, I think this is going to be an intriguing offseason for the Jets. But probably, I hate to say it, because, I, again, I am anti-Jets talk for some reason. I can't explain. <laughs> Maybe it's because of Greeny. Well, no, I because think Greeny it's because Greeny keeps, no. keeps telling me about the Jets. <laughs> no, but it's I because do they think, haven't made the playoffs in 13 years. That's yeah. why people, the, the disproportionate amount of headlines yeah, that the Jets it. get for the, ver- for the, for the EJ, let's just call it what it is, on offense, for the abominable product that they put on the field, they should not get garner this amount of headlines. And I think it's because people like to point at the Jets and laugh. Now, Rodgers will take care of some of that. You would think he will settle down some of those negative headlines. There's always a little December surprise with the Jets, though, of something maybe uh, embarrassing. But as far as, like, the circus atmosphere, I think that's going to go away, and I think it's going to be out football, and for that reason, I think they're going to be under the radar. Am well, I wrong? I, I find that hard to believe. And, look, I've been following this franchise pretty much since I was in diapers, yeah. so it is what it is. Maybe I'm scarred. But I just don't see anything from Aaron Rodgers' recent past prior to the Jets that makes me think that you could have him on your team and it's not going to be a circus. I think there was a time where I said, look, he's motivated. He wants to prove everybody wrong. The Jets want to win a Super Bowl, so you know what? Uh, you know, you're, I scratch my back, you scratch yours or whatever, and we'll figure this out. I just feel like, as we've seen with Aaron Rodgers, he can't put away the other nonsense. He can't put away this war against science. He can't put away <laughs> he can't this turn it war off. against people who say bad things about him or reporting that he doesn't right. like. Like, he can't put that stuff away. So I think to think that, well, because, you know, he'll be a year removed from when he first came to New York, that that's going to go away. I, I cannot see that. Okay, but if... Like, here's the thing. What's the football going to look like? It's like the guy who cried wolf, you know? Look at me. Look at me. Pay attention to me. Pay attention to me. Well, the reason why we pay attention to you, first and foremost, is the football. Yep. If that's not there, 
then what are we all doing here, right? Like if he's not still, if he comes back and and struggles off the Achilles, if he's still not in his prime, turns out at 40, which is not a crime, by the way, he might be tailing off here a little bit. I think he gets the headlines because of the football. He stays in the forefront because of the football. And if the football's not good, yeah. I think we care less about what he, what books he's reading and what movies he's going to and what conspiracy theory is his uh, one but, du jour. But, Maggie, you are saying that the Jets are going to be better off with all the nonsense away. We focus on the football. But let's talk about the football. He wanted Nathaniel Hackett. Right. He wanted mm-hmm. Zach Wilson to be his backup. He had seemed totally fine with this makeshift offensive line. He wanted Alan Lazard. He wanted Randall Cobb. Like the football mistake, stuff he mistake, wanted, mistake, right? Mistake. The football stuff that he wanted for this team were all disasters. Now, am I supposed to be like, oh, well, if he was there, all these terrible factors in this Jet season would have all of a sudden been positives? I can't see that. Well, you wouldn't have had any of the Zach Wilson stuff. Wait, there's, and- there's no way the football is going to be bad, by the way. Why? I, if Aaron Rodgers on one leg is out there slinging it before the game. He's not going to be bad. Is that even? The football was bad for the Packers last year. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. That, they, they were 8-9. Yeah, but I mean, listen, when he was out there, I, he had to, remember they went on that little run at the end of the season? There's no oh, way they won the three games in a season where they won eight. That was the, bad. That was good football? Yeah, I mean, compared to the Jets quarterback play, yes. Well, I'm just saying Aaron Rodgers, even a down Aaron Rodgers, is still going to be way better than anything the Jets have had in a long time. Guy on one leg could go out there right now and be better than Zach Wilson. I, I think. You guys look, think the football is going to be bad? That that's not even really crossed I think my you mind. Are very I'm not much sure. overrating how Aaron sure. Rodgers really? played. So you the guys Packers. think he could be like twenty touchdowns, fifteen picks, kind of bad? Like I don't know a, if he'll throw picks. I mean, that's never been the Aaron Rodgers right, right, thing. But you don't think he's? I think he's going to be productive. I thought. I, I think most people kind of think that. Like maybe I'm. I'm a fool, but. Yeah, I mean, I mean you're, you're, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not buying in like hook, line, and sinker. I'm, I'm not doing what we did last year, where I said uh, they're going to make the playoffs and all this and that, and they're going to be this big factor. And I think it's probably people like me who are like, wake me up when the football happens, that I think helps the Jets if they are going to be successful. But I, I'm not buying in. I mean, Aaron Rodgers had some of his lowest numbers of his career when it came to passing yards, when it came to touchdowns last year. Came- Yes, yeah, but he, he had he had such a scrubby wide receiver core. He was throwing to Have you seen the guys that are on the Jets right now? <laughs> yeah, Garrett Wilson. Um, All right, and name someone else besides Garrett Wilson. I mean, they, have you seen the guys on the Packers? When I mean, those guys are pretty good this recently. Have you watched better. how some of those guys have played recently? They yeah, last year they were way too young. I mean, it's not yeah. Also, I have seen how those guys played. Christian Watson can't stay on the field, and Dobbs. Trust me, Dobbs will have a big drop here or there. They're not great either. No, but they've had a, before this losing streak. They were playing extremely well. This idea that Aaron Rodgers had nobody. We know that that's not the case because Jordan Love. Look at Jordan Love's numbers. Jordan Love. Jordan has, Love's numbers are not great either. What do you think Jordan Love you is out J- there throwing forty touchdowns? No, but Jordan Love during this he was one of the hottest quarterbacks in the NFL just a couple weeks ago. Okay, they played the Giants and he had a bad game. But before that, they were one of the hottest offenses in the NFL. Oh, all right. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, How are you going to say whatever? It was, it the was, guy's got 25 touchdowns, 11 picks. Wait, sorry. Those That's Jordan Love's numbers? Yeah. Well, you want to know Aaron Rodgers' numbers? Yeah, he's 26 and 12. But those receivers are a year older now. So so you're telling me Jordan Love is going to be on pace to have better numbers than Aaron Rodgers because he's going to have more touchdowns, there's more games Yeah, but left. that receiving core is a he's year more older. Yards. Uh, they were... They put out Aaron Rodgers with two rookie late-round picks, or a second-round pick and a fourth-round pick. It was not a great receiving Okay, court. let's go back to the Jets. You have Gary Wilson. Who else do you have? I don't bring in, a, bring in someone else this year, well, right? Well, that's where people are going to be looking at Rodgers saying, can you convince Devontae Adams to ask for a trade out of Las Vegas? Yeah. Like, can you use your connections 
And he said yesterday on McAfee show, I'm a pretty good recruiter when it comes to off season. Can you use the connections? I mean, I'd be curious if people are interested still in the Rogers story. 855-212-4CBS. Like until we get to the football, what else? Like all the other stuff we've been there, done that. He's going to really say something else. That's going to like catch people's attention. We've, we've already, he said, he's not doing the darkness retreat anymore. We already know about the psychedelic drugs. Like what does he get to jump out of a plane in a parachute that, Nothing else he can do is going to get this kind of attention. 855-212-4CBS. Got so much to do today, including Jerry Jones taking a shot at a rival of the Dallas Cowboys. We've got more on the Steelers and Mike Tomlin. So much on this Wednesday. It's also a great debate Wednesday. So we'll get to that a little bit later on. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. The the Jets argument is extended into the into the break. Sorry, I got caught up <laughs> listening to this. Uh, it's funny. Yeah. How credit Aaron Rodgers, say what you want about him. The fact that we're talking about a five win team right now is pretty incredible. That's the Aaron Rodgers effect. So I'm saying if it's a, a neutral Aaron Rodgers, zero and zero Aaron Rodgers, you don't think he's going to be the top story in the NFL. I think you're fooling yourself because the history of Aaron Rodgers is he's always the top story in the NFL. Even when he's in green Bay and the talent level is falling apart, he was still in the headline. So I think Aaron Rodgers never lets go of that mantle. Now, if if the Jets could actually win, that would be nice. Well, maybe then we could actually like have something to talk about for real football wise. But I, I guess like this is where I'll go with Rodgers because he said yesterday on McAfee's show he's going to be back next year. He wants to stay multiple years in New York, and he's more all in than ever. Okay, if he really wants it to be about the football now that he's been in New York for a year then he's got to be a little bit more Eli Manning than Aaron Rodgers. And what I mean by that is you got to get a little more like low key about this stuff, in my opinion, because the Jets will find the embarrassing story. They'll do that on their own. Like they'll find a way to have a bad headline. You've got to be the one who's keeping things as steady as humanly possible. And Maybe you can do both of those things in Green Bay, but I think it's a little bit harder to do it in New York. And so he's got to get a little more, learn a little bit more from Eli Manning, who was as steady as ever through his, what, how many years was he here? 16 years, Bogus? How long was Eli Manning the quarterback? So 2004 was the draft, right? So yeah, 15 years sounds right somehow. You've got to get a little bit more, I'm not going to say boring, because I don't want you to take away who you are but it's got to be a little bit you can't give the public everything when you're a quarterback in New York if you want it to actually be about the football in my opinion yeah I hear what you're saying I just think all that stuff's irrelevant to the fact he's got to get on the field and start completing passes and I don't think it matters if he does McAfee or doesn't do McAfee I I think he's good I still I'm such a sucker I still think he's going to be good in my head you get him out on the field I have trouble separating was three years ago he was MVP or two years ago I feel like that guy's going to come back, uh, and I might be an idiot because of the Achilles tear. Right. But when you picture Aaron Rodgers running out in week one next year, don't you guys don't see a good quarterback? I, I see. I, I see just zipping the ball around because he's just so talented, and, and now quarterbacks get older. I, I think it's going to be – if he's on the field and playing like Aaron Rodgers, I don't think it matters if he talks to McAfee, if he says whatever about the vaccine. Just get on the field and throw that football around, and that's all that matters. So in the chat, YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio and Twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. Of course, you can just listen to us on our CBS Sports Radio affiliates. A Pine Needle says, if Aaron does anything for the Jets, he will get them a new turf field. I know that is huge. 
I How mean, many more people have to go down on this field uh, for the Jets and Giants to get gaunt. together and be like, you know what, maybe this will be worth it? I, I think that, I mean, I think they tinkered with the field recently, right? But guys keep getting hurt. It's kind of ridiculous because this is a stadium owned by two owners, two yeah. billionaires. Yeah. So you would think. Pull your money. Yeah, you think the cost issues, you could, you know, split the difference and you'll be <laughs> fine, right? I got five on it. Well, they took out. <laughs> They did take out some opponents. You know, they're, they're doing yeah, that, too. Yeah. They have Jalen Phillips ask him about that turf. Uh, it is, it's a mess. And it's also the most boring stadium in the country. Uh, out of all, how many stadiums are there? 30? Uh, because you have two in L.A. It is so uncreative. Why yeah. did they do something well, fun with it? The, like, I mean, it's New York City, and it's just like a blah. The stadium matches the teams. Uh, they're also boring. <laughs> Andrew Bogish is here. He's got headlines. Hello. Don't get yourself banned from another venue around here. <laughs> no, I'm good with those. Okay. I think the Giants like me. Uh, headlines are sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance, insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and progressive.com. Last dance vibes for a night, at least, in San Francisco. Curry splits traffic. Down the lane, spins on Horford, throws it up wild, no good. And the loose ball deflected to Paul with three on the shot clock. Over to Curry, catch and shoot three. Got it from the right sideline. 10.6 to go. Warriors lead 131-26. How did he do that? (laughs) Sim Roy has asked that question before on Warriors Radio. Steph Curry's quick release three. The Daggers, the Dubs outlasted the Celtics 132-126 in OT. Boston was up 11 through three quarters. Steph finished with 33. He and the Dubs, of course, won that game without the suspended Draymond Green. Former Heat forward Udonis Haslam, the latest to chime in on Green's behavior. He's also the latest athlete with his own podcast. Haslam says Green is, quote, out of pocket. He has gone too far. But apparently he's smart picking the right victims. People think he's crazy. I think he's smart. Because mm. he know who he's mm. with. He choked that uh, Gobert. He was your kids. He, mm-hmm. I mean, he fucked up people that really ain't going to do nothing back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, so he's, not, he's, he's crazy. not crazy. He's smart. In reverse, he yeah. actually got some so he's sense. smart crazy. He's smart crazy. <laughs> nah. Or he crazy smart. Oh, crazy smart. Crazy Whatever smart. You That's do. what he yeah. is. He crazy smart. So a good criminal picks the right victim. <laughs> I got to be honest. This is so on brand for you, Donis Haslam. If he's going to do a podcast, I want all takes like this. This is, <laughs> I'm, I'm so not surprised that UD would be like, no, 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 this is this is calculated. Right. <laughs> I, I think there's something, there might be something to it, but he did mess with LeBron, so. But LeBron will fight anybody either. But you're going after the star of the league, right? So someone's with... going to retaliate but, for you, no? Right, but, you, I mean, I don't think you care about that. I think I think UD's point is that, like, he's going after people who he knows won't, either won't attack him because right. there's this idea they're soft or they're too small or whatever, or if you're LeBron, you can't afford to go after somebody. And I mean LeBron's yeah. been fouled before. How many has he how many brawls have well, started if someone's fouled LeBron? Nobody. None. Well that's also because I think LeBron in the moment makes a business decision. Like I've I've spent my entire career building up this brand of being dad, family friendly, face of the league. I'm not gonna throw that all away because Draymond Green got under oh, yeah. my skin. I, I here's the thing about Draymond I, I don't ever see this as a sign of being mentally tough. I see it as a sign of being mentally weak. Because Opponents, yes, maybe he goes after guys who they won't retaliate, but who's the worse off for it? Draymond. And 
and the he's, Warriors, yeah. And the Warriors. Well, he's the yes. one who gets suspended. Mm. He's the one who gets kicked out of games. But like, there is a positive to this craziness. It wins you NBA titles. Every NBA and loses title. You NBA title. Yeah, but I mean, you might not get there without that craziness. Think of the great teams, Dennis Rodman, the Bulls, Vernon Maxwell with the Rockets. You need that craziness does have an effect. The other thing, too, I, I think Draymond thinks he could take anybody. He's got that natural strength. Do you think he's scared of any? I don't think he's picking out. There's no, but maybe Udonis has him. That might be the only guy who's <laughs> no, scared of him. But Draymond is one of those naturally strong dudes that I think he thinks he could beat up anybody. Who's the other guy in the league? Like, who's the guy right now who is. James, a- James Johnson. James Johnson? He's Ooh. an actual MMA guy. They, Wait, the Pacers. The Pacers I'm going to need brought, a team he plays for here. The Pacers <laughs> brought him back after the Giannis incident. So he was not in the league. Giannis goes out there and starts bullying the Pacers for a basketball. They sign James Jones, James Johnson the next day. There's <laughs> like, no way there's not a correlation to that. Well, I would think, who's the other? But the other crazy guy right now is clearly the Dylan, oh, oh, is Dylan Bob, Brooks. Yeah, Isaiah Dylan Brooks, Stewart's crazy Bobby, too. Who? Isaiah Stewart. Isaiah Stewart. Bobby, oh, yeah. But Draymond goes after Dylan Brooks. Yeah, but Dylan they Brooks, have a thing. He's not as strong as Draymond and some of those other guys. I don't know. I think there is. I know it doesn't make sense. I know what you're saying, Maggie, that it hurts your team. But I think having a Vernon Maxwell come off your your bus for Houston, like they wanted that. They crazy works. I, I mean, question, if though. I go out on a pickup court, I want a crazy guy on my team. But uh, and Robin was a good one. But someone like a Vernon Maxwell, and he was a good player. I'm not trying to poo poo him at all. But if you lost Vernon Maxwell for a game, yeah. you're not going to lose a finals. No, you're right. Yeah, right. You, you still have Elijah one. Right. Yeah, and Rodman, <laughs> as crazy as he was, was smart enough to never get himself thrown out of a finals game or a very, very important playoff game, at least for the Bulls. Draymond clearly crosses that line where he actually takes himself out of important games. Yeah, and lost him a finals in right. 2016. But 3-1. Through the years, Draymond has also taken out a lot of opponents with mind games. I've seen it happen. For like, sure. He gets in guys' heads, yeah. just like Rodman did, too. I, I think, you know, they did win a lot of titles. It's not like they didn't do anything with Draymond. And also, one thing about Draymond, I, I kind of nobody Draymond could probably beat up anyone. I think he's a tough dude. I, no, I think, I mean, I, I think it's real. But yeah. uh, do you show how tough you are when you sucker punch a teammate? No, like that, to me that, that that's was, not tough. That's like what, and I know Jordan Poole said something yeah. like whatever that him saying. How does it feel to be carried by Steph Curry? Doesn't warm being <laughs> well, punched in the face. Well, let me ask you this: Would you say that Warriors were deep in the playoffs this year? Would you want a watered down Draymond, or would you want the full effect Draymond? Probably watered down. To be fair, I, mean, I know he'll play every game. Can he? Can he still be a great passer? Mm. Can he still be? You know, can I still get the things on the court from Draymond? That's like the good basketball stuff. Yeah, but don't you also? BS? But the crazy stuff disrupts the other best players. So it's a. I think it's closer than I understand what you're saying. Yeah. It'd be nice to have him on the court, but I think that crazy stuff helps. Who's uh, the crazy person of this show? <sighs> well, Bilotti. That's what I'm saying. It's definitely Pete. He's no, but he's not, leave. he's not violent though. No. no, he wants to be. <laughs> Not yet. waiting for the chance. Do you think he might be? Actually, we're just, just wondering that. I mean, so I don't, what I don't know is if he'll, when he finally gives in and goes berserk, does he start breaking out wrestling moves that don't really work? Oh, like RKOing somebody? Yeah. You can't do that in real life. Right. <laughs> like, he's not, is he going to start suplexing people uh, or is he going to, like, actually throw punches? Like yeah. the figure four? Yeah. Until... <laughs> like, is he trying to get Boomer to Boston Crab? Is that going to work? Yeah. Probably not. Pete is a wrestling fan of the 80s. So, like, he's, he's watching this, the stiffest stuff. Like, you're talking about guys who were, it was basically fighting in the ring. It was almost real. So, he has a two by four. <laughs> With nails like, in it? 
Yeah, it was like he's going to staple somebody's <laughs> like, uh, staple side of the forehead. <laughs> uh, by the way, Maggie, very quickly, you yeah. mentioned Jordan Poole. Udonis Haslam did have an issue with Draymond doing that. At the end of the day, man, we here to guide these young fellas in the right direction. You imagine me swinging on Hero? Oh, that would be a bad look. <laughs> I'd take a long walk on a short period. I'd never forgive myself. <laughs> So he would never hit Tyler Hero, so Tyler Hero can relax at this point. Well, yeah, but the thing it's is, amazing out of all the people you could have picked, which means Tyler Hero sucks, right? Is right. that the is like, <laughs> that he's the point? The Jordan Poole right. of yeah. So Gobert yeah. and Jurkic are soft, and Hero was a punk that needed to be punched, but Haslam <laughs> didn't punch him because he would never forgive himself. Right. So that I felt the same way. So Tyler Hero's Jordan Poole has been a disaster since he left Golden State. Is Tyler Hero like that? Well, you know, Tyler Hero was like celebrating after he didn't get traded in the Dame trade. He kind of did like a ha-ha, I'm still yeah. here. And he dresses like a doof on the, on the bench. He, I could see no. him being annoying. You can't see. Perloff thinks that's, that's just, cool. he's cool. No. no it's a, the Wait, hats, Ben, ben Simmons dresses like a, a nut job on the bench. And I'm sure he cool. wanted to get punched, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ben Simmons is a guy that probably could have used <laughs> a little tough love. Oh, no. I mean, I'm not saying he should have got punched, sucker punched in the face, but he probably could have used a Draymond Green, quote-unquote, mentoring him. <laughs> Wait, did the Sixers not have anyone tough on no. their team then? But no, PJ right. Tucker wasn't there yet. No, uh, no PJ was not there with Ben Simmons. Yeah, that the Sixers tried to add is PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker's like a nice Draymond, right? He doesn't. I think he's a tough guy. Yeah, you need a tough guy. You need an enforcer. Football, you need that too. I mean, I think our show needs a tougher guy. I don't know who's gonna. <laughs> We've already gets gone through the who's gonna who would like win in so a fight. We, so we have is, Bilotti as a Draymond, and now we need another guy. We need a PJ Tucker. Bilotti's not Draymond. <laughs> okay, he's, but he's closest on this show. Right. Definitely. <laughs> Doesn't and mean that he's Draymond. If it's not P, then it's EJ, because it ain't the three of us. No. Oh, no, no, no. Not, my fighting days are well, long isn't past. You two. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not me either. I'm not a fighter. I'm not a fighter. <laughs> Maggie's been hoping to stab someone by accident. <laughs> Even Townie Maggie. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not. Is that it's a not shank you have right there? <laughs> Sharp elbows. <laughs> Uh, John Morant returned from his 25-game ban to hit the game-winner in New Orleans last night. His Grizzlies winning 115-113. The Blazers beat the Suns 109-104 after trailing by 22 in the second quarter. Texans QB C.J. Straub expected to miss a second consecutive game with a concussion. And the Colts have suspended wideout Isaiah McKenzie, corner Tony Brown, three games for conduct detrimental to the team. Uh, yeah, can someone tell me what that is? No one can. No yet. one knows. So weird. Does everyone think it's sports gambling, or is it just me? Oh, the Lions I didn't had even that. go there. That's been sort of the because the Lions had another problem. Do you think somebody else threw a bet down? But it, that would wouldn't the NFL though be yeah, the ones in charge? I, of I don't know. Yeah, I feel like that's not the team suspending. The teams are probably kicked that to the league. The, like you take care of it. Oh, the team can't jump out and say, oh, they they might know it and try and preemptively suspend no. them. Oh, that was my best bet because hates, what else could it be? The teams hate suspending players. They always want the league to, like, quote-unquote, do their dirty work. It's actually created, I know, some tension behind the mm. scenes between teams and the commissioner's office because yeah. the commissioner's office is like, especially when all the domestic violence stuff was happening, it's like, why don't you discipline these players? And the team's like, no, you do it. We don't want to be perceived as the bad guy oh okay yeah that's your job as a lead that's why we pay you to do this kind of thing i kind of wonder if there's some kind of misconduct with team employees like because if something you're not going to talk about mm. and we've had this in recently where you don't want to reveal you know and i'm not i don't know if it's harassment i don't know it could just be just being gross around people i don't know oh, oh, but we've had instances where you don't want to reveal what happened or who was victimized apparently or allegedly to protect that's, their privacy. Right. right that's right. the only thing I could think of. Because so, you're talking about conduct detrimental to the team. I don't know how gambling is detrimental to the team other than you having to miss games. Well, 
I got to be honest, like, I don't, you know, Isaiah McKenzie was a bill for a long time. I don't, I don't think that there were, they, I know at the end he lost his job, but that was performance-based right. as far as I knew. Yeah. He um, had you po- never heard a whisper. He had a podcast with our buddy Ty Dunn, yeah, right? they used to do a live S- pod. Seemed like a really fun guy. Yeah, this is, but the team has to know eventually people are going to want to know why they're not on the field. So well, you can't bury it forever. Especially three games. That's not missing a meeting. Yeah. Three important games. Yeah, they're in a playoff race yeah. right now. Maybe and they're they both, fight. they're not starters, but they but they play. Yeah. McKenzie's their main return guy. So that's actually, they're hurting themselves by keeping them off the field. So it's got to be something legit. EJ probably has a good guess. I just don't know. Would they use different language if that was the case? Like, would they make it sound more HRE if it was them being stupid at something, you know, in a meeting or around the facility? They could add a brawl. Yeah, I think we know that, yeah. though. That's an easy thing to figure out. How also, about... I think that happens a lot, and I don't think that ma- gets you care. suspended. I, yeah. I, think coaches, I think coaches fight each other. I think players fight each other in the locker room and stuff. What about Not to dismiss it, Ryan, but I... I... Missing curfew on the road on a Saturday? Not three, three games, games, though. though? They yeah, played that's at home against the Steelers. They didn't play on the road last week. Yeah, right, and they didn't play in that game either, so this is really a four-game oh. punishment. Oh, so maybe it was from before that. Yeah. It's heavy. By uh, the way, the C.J. Stroud now missing a second game. That, yeah. That's not nothing. Uh, I was going to say, and, I, you know, I'm a huge Case Keenum fan. I'll be in there. I'm nervous about Cleveland. Case looked pretty good against the Titans, but that's a hard assignment for Stroud or Case. Well, I'm thinking about, like, is this C.J., oh, are, they, okay. are they still protecting him and mm. maybe thinking about his long-term future, or is he still really suffering from effects of a concussion? <sighs> We're 14, 14 days away. Yeah. It could We're be halfway it. through Aaron Rodgers' Achilles rehab, and you know, I mean, he was like talking about getting running in zero G by this time. And meanwhile, Stroud is still out with concussions. And and is th- he okay? This is the quarterback with arguably one of the brightest futures. I mean, Easily. he's the, he's of the this up, class. He's the up and coming yep. star of the NFL. To see his career, you can already see if it's this bad. Like, who knows? But then again. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers, and he missed part of a season with a concussion, and that was 20 years ago. So I know. It's not the end, but it is scary. Uh, last thing for now, the Scooters Coffee Frisco Bowl last night. UTSA outscored Marshall 35-17. If you want to feel old, the starting QBs in this game were Owen McCown and Cole Pennington, the sons <laughs> of Luke McCown and Chad Pennington. All-time favorite Jet, Chad Pennington. And now his kid plays for Marshall just like he did. That's wild. Yeah, I, every time the NFL or NBA draft comes along, and like, like, uh, what's the kid, Milt Wagner? DJ, oh, yeah. DJ yeah, Wagner. Yeah. I'm like, I was watching his grandfather. This is not good. See, yeah. that was so funny because we talked about it in the meeting a couple of weeks ago where you went to immediately, that's Milt Wagner's grandfather. And I was like, that's, that's DeJuan, DeJuan Wagner's son. son. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. what's, yeah. the, what's the athlete's son made you feel the oldest? Like, everyone has that moment uh, where they're like, oh, man. Well, this is a random one, but like, I was in college when Jameer Nelson was at St. Joe's. Yeah, same. And his kid is already done with college and played an extra <laughs> year. Jameer Nelson Jr., I think, is finally done playing college with transferring and red shirts and COVID. So, like, we're almost the same age, and my kids are 12 and 10, <laughs> and his son's 23 and trying to play professional basketball. I mean, he's not a pro yet, but honestly, Kyan Anthony is tough. Yeah, watching his high school highlights, which I admit I was doing the other day. I mean, there was a rea- I mean, Lala had a reality show where he was like, oh, five. <laughs> like he was he was very young. So you this know? is Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, Carmelo yeah. Anthony's oh, son. I thought you were talking about some Cole Anthony. No, Car- no. no. Cole Anthony. Cole was, Anthony's another one too. Actually, mine was uh, was um, why am I blanking on his name? Former number one overall pick, Kenyon Martin's son. Okay. Oh, KJ. Like, uh, uh, that's another one. 
Now. Yeah, that was a big one. Now uh, I feel old. Who's the guy in the Mavs, a shooter? Tim Hardaway's kid. Oh, Tim yeah. Hardaway Jr. Tim Hardaway Jr. is on like his third contract. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. been around for a long one. Yeah, he's like an uh, old-time yeah. veteran player. Right, yeah, he's not new. He was he's on the definitely Knicks. 30. He was on the twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't good either time. I'm nope. sorry. Uh, Bogish, thank you so much. Appreciate that. Got a lot more to do, including this is a wild report we have about one future NFL head coach. We got the details for you in a moment. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. So this one I found a little bit odd, Perloff, because, you know, what's going on in New England? The season's a disaster, and the reports keep coming out that, you know, Bill Belichick and the organization are going to part ways at the end of the year. But the heir apparent to Bill Belichick mm. is going to be a much, much scrutinized position and somebody who has these massive shoes to fill. So it's been kind of an open secret, I guess, that Gerard Mayo is one of the candidates, if not mm. the front runner, to replace Bill Belichick. Of course, Gerard Mayo is a longtime linebacker for the Patriots. But a recent report from the Boston Sports Journal and someone we know and used to work with, Greg Bedard, said, quote, multiple team sources indicated that Mm. Mayo has rubbed at least some people the wrong way in the building since his extension. Mm. And when he perhaps received a strong indication, he would be the successor. Well, first of all, there are a lot of reports that come out of Boston. It is a much reported on team. So I'm taking this with a little grain of salt. I love Bedard. But... I'm not sure that that report necessarily indicates the truth. Like, yes, he might have have some enemies here, but I still feel like Gerard Mayo makes perfect sense for this team. He's done such a good job with this defense on such a bad team. You can say what you want about the Patriots. They ball out on D. Listen, I I love Greg, too. He was a great colleague when we worked together, but I think this is unfair for Gerard Mayo. Like, if you're not going to put your name to it or if you're not going to explain what you mean by rubbed people the wrong way, what does that mean? That means I don't say hi to you in the break room or does that mean you're totally out of line on the practice field? Is this coming from people in the building, uh, on the the building side? Is this on the player side? Mm. Like, this is so... 
I don't think there's enough detail here to go with something like this, which could be, you know, painting Gerard Mayo in this negative light before he even possibly takes over the team. Let me let me throw out a theory here. Okay. What if there's someone in the front office, someone tied to Robert Kraft, who doesn't want any, he wants to get rid of Belichick, but he doesn't want close ties to the Belichick regime and he doesn't really want to, you know, they might have promised something to Gerard Mayo. So maybe they're putting out a trial balloon of some negative stuff about Gerard Mayo so they can move on to a more offensive kind of guy. There must be some move. Obviously, Gerard Mayo uh, is not exactly going to light up the scoreboard. There must be some movement inside the building to bring in a high-flying offensive guy, and Mayo's the opposite. Okay, but that's like some real Game of Thrones. Like that, yeah. that, and that'd be also, that's really rotten to do to a former player, I think. You know, yeah. somebody who played their whole career in New England, you know, won a lot of football games for you, Super Bowls for you, and then to like, you know, sully their name just because you don't wow. like the direction of where the franchise is going. Like, I, I think to me that is, that's rotten. Well, this is a Game of Thrones franchise. Remember, mm-hmm. they they kicked out the the crown prince and Jimmy G. They said, listen, <laughs> handsome prince. young prince, you were going <laughs> off to San Francisco <laughs> because you were threatening the king. So this is a very, you know, this, of course, is all GOT. Uh, <laughs> that's my best explanation, that they somebody doesn't want Jerron Mayo to be the coach next year. Well, I'm picking that up too, but it's like this is a this to me is an ugly way to do it. Yeah, like no, if you don't want him to be the coach, I don't know. This might be true. It might be not true. But it, this is an ugly way to do it. If it's simply, oh, I don't want him to be the coach because he's a defensive oriented guy, or I don't want him to be the coach because this or that. To say that he's rubbed people the wrong way indicates that he's been a problem. Yeah, been a jerk. Or yeah, something. and so a lot like, of things you're going to have to flesh this out if you're going to make those kind of accusations. But it's easy to believe something like this because they're three and ten. There's nothing but bad outcomes that come when you're three and ten. Nothing pretty is going to happen here with New England. I mean, obviously, everyone thinks they're going to move on from Belichick. Right. I think there's going to be a lot of recriminations. They're not used to losing. Heck, they were doing this stuff when they were winning. There was still <laughs> there was friction in that building. So I think it's going to be ugly, and I think a lot of people are going to go down. And who knows if Belichick's going to leave easily? What if Belichick does secretly wants to stay? Does he have a choice? I mean, he, he might works not. In the favor a, of the of the, the owner. Forget your on Mayo. They might have to fire the greatest coach of all time, or I mean, in so many words, fire him. They'll let him resign, but no, I think they'll trade him. Maybe. Do we know that as a fact? Listen, trading him saves face. It's like, hey, someone else wanted you, right? We didn't have to fire you. Someone else wants you. It is the most graceful exit. I think. I don't think it's a guarantee that they trade him. I'm not sure if everyone knows they're going to fire him. Why would you give up a draft pick for him? The latest on Brock Purdy from the mouth of Kyle Shanahan, 855-212-4CBS. If you want to weigh in on Bill Belichick, of course, and the succession plan, we turn our attention to the 49ers next. Maggie Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.